Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Karim Benzema. Karim Benzema. Karim Benzema. Karim Benzema. Three hundred and sixty-five days of sport. Three hundred sixty-five days. Sport Radio Show is back after oh, nearly a month off, Rob. Yeah, apparently it's time for a midwinter Christmas. Well, with Kareem Benzema kicking off there. Kareem Benzema, oh, everybody! Just ridiculous. Are you feeling fresh? I just feel like this Rob, is just a great. I'm feeling Christmas. festive. Well, I'm not. <laughs> I thought you'd be feeling fresh, and I'm walking in, and the first thing I hear is, "Oh, I've got a bung leg. I can't sleep. <laughs> yes. My body's broken down in another area. I've got gout in my hip." Oh, yeah, yeah, God, yeah gout. No, no Disaster, gout. In it. So what have you been doing with yourself the last month? Uh, a bit of lockdown, beefy. I don't know if you heard. I don't know if you heard the news. Lockdown? But we can't, we can't leave the house. Oh, oh what I did, I've been to, been to Lawn. I played some golf with the cat. Was that before our break? No, I think it was no, the that first was... weekend after we finished up. Okay, so that was yeah. that. When I played that. Pr- rubbish. Lockdown. Rubbish with weather like it is today here. Freezing cold wind and rain. Yep. That many kangaroos on the golf course. Oh, I could, I, they damn were, kangaroos. Oh, they were actually bloody annoying. Were they? But I, I got, no, yeah, screw your uh, patriotism. <laughs> And your your iconic <laughs> we we eat them your right? national emblem them. exactly yeah uh, honestly I, I was lining up a chip shot on the par five the third approaching the green I was like okay if I just land between the first and second kangaroo it should wow. kick left it was like that I was surrounded by I got a video of like Tremendous. fifty of them unbelievable yeah, unbelievable and I'm uh, not afraid and we had uh, the Bucks weekend for uh, right. Tessa's brother Dan yep who was to be getting married last Friday unfortunately oh no so that's postponed to August that in Melbourne, August or was the twelfth yeah country- yeah. Valley, you're oh, a valley right, wedding so on, the edge. So on the edge, yeah. But of course, everyone, everyone coming from interstate, like, yeah. it was just sort of on no the cusp. Good. And then, but oh. in some regard, it's sort of good for them that it was extended the lockdown because then they get all their money back and they can okay. rebook. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's better enough. to just cop it all together, yep. than that. So that's a bit of a shame. Great Bucks weekend, though. But I was defeated by the Blackpool golf course. Right. Uh, I've got to sort this bunker stuff out, beef. Uh, right. I've never gonna be a pro. I'm never going to play in the Australian Don't Open. Don't say that, Rob. If I, can't, say that. if I can't play bunker shots, True. I'm not going to play Especially in the Australian, Australian Open. Australia, mate. So I've decided I am going to join that Sandringham course. I have to get used to playing championship courses. Is it worth... If I'm going to be a champion. Is it worth what? getting a coach, Rob? Just for a little bit of time, just to do a round with you and work on your game. Yeah, I think it is worth it. Yeah. But um, this bunker shot thing, I, I, I consulted a coach last night. His name's Nick Faldo. Oh, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, a pupil of David Letbetter. Yeah, and, and he had some great tips oh, he, he said bunker shots you know what you do you copy the pros <laughs> thanks Nick he <laughs> just look at Gary Player yeah. He's, he leans right forward when he goes through the bunker what he thinks of his minors you're striking the match Right. you strike Ooh, the I match like that. you know just think about that Quickly out, quickly through. Bit of sand, but don't go mental on it. And uh, yeah, I'm taking. I just I thought I so thought is, I'd fixed it, but uh, now is Nick went your to... new guru? No, it was no. just it was it was the most. I've already seen the Tiger and Rory one. It wasn't that helpful. Surely, to be as a left hander, you'd be. Does it make a difference what no, hand you are? Just remember, I was just going to uh, what Bubba Watson. Well, no, Phil Mickelson, the new Mickelson, oh, major I've got winner. A bit of, but he does mental stuff. I, oh, he does he? like doing chip shots the wrong way over his head and yeah, all I that see, sort yeah, of yeah. stuff. There's no. Yeah, I mean, he is. I, I did watch his, um, well, the the chipping, he did a good chipping tip. And that was always 
keep your face. You never want to be hitting up because that's when you can blade it, and that's a disaster. The toe, you mean? So you always want to be coming through. Yeah, blade or toe. Yeah, 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 precisely. Right. Um, So do that. Okay. Um, Good on Phil. And so that, what, what that way, means Phil, is your, your weight must always be forward, right. which I probably subconsciously most mostly do that. But I reckon when I hit bad chips, I maybe I'm surely not I got that. you this book, Rob. I got you this yeah, book. Yeah, but I haven't. Surely there's some tips in the I, book. Tiger Woods is in I, there. I'll tell you the other thing, I reckon. <laughs> okay. Is you have to get good by just playing around the course. Well, you, I'm not I'm not a big fan of this driving range stuff. Oh, you, you just got to practice, Rob. You got to be golf fit. You got to be golf fit. Yeah. I agree entirely. Fix it up on the course. But this black ball, best driving day I've ever had. Oh. I was monstering it long and straight. Do you want me, I can keep talking about my golf forever. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure this is what, this is what you missed, already. isn't it? Yeah, I'm bored. This is what you missed. Seven out of the first nine holes, I went in bunkers. And okay. so every single one of those holes is like a double well, bogey. You shouldn't hit it so long, yeah. Rob. Just start but, hitting but, the middle of the fairway. Well, the, no, but the, one, I, no, one I was, club less. But no, my drives were the middle of the fairway. It was my approach shots. <laughs> okay. My approach shots, beefy. One club less. I kept more, missing the or green. One club less. No, oh, shut up. What, what is your, Jesus, oversimplify any, everything. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's a simple game, Rob. It's a simple game. The woke oversimplify things. Oh, do Yeah, yeah. You're driving <laughs> who had, philosophy. Who had 7 minutes 20, <laughs> right? People, who had 7 minutes 20? <laughs> Uh, well, so great what are the woke opus oversimplifying now? That's what they do with everything. They oh, oversimplify okay. everything. Their whole narrative is, is wrong. All history is based upon a white male patriarchy of which all of the peoples have suffered and are still suffering today. That's their take on the whole world yeah, forever. Yeah. Well, that's partly yeah. true. <laughs> but I'd say it's oversimplified. Yes, it is. Horrendously oversimplified. Yeah, there's a, there's a yeah. few other issues. But what about the Mongolian Empire? Was that a white male patriarchy? No. Definitely they not. They did it to themselves, right? They, they, did a, they did a fair. They had a fair chunk of the world like for a the, while there. The, the Cambodians, the Mongolians, Cambodians, mm-hmm. old uh, Pol Pot, whatever he was called. Ah, uh, yeah. He uh, well, he killed all the people who didn't agree with him in his own country. Yeah, he did all right. Nine? How many million? Nine million? Kim Jong Un, Khmer Rouge. That was that was their morning. Yeah, right. It's starting Rob, to come back to me. Rob, I like sports. Rob, <laughs> I like sports. I can't be talking. Well, about what's been? Did you, oh, you've been watching the AFL, beefy. Your favourite sport. Do you know what? What? I did see... You watched the game, did you? A bit of a game. How about uh, that? Brisbane were playing... Who were they playing? Richmond. Richmond. I saw that because I've been on... I had, they won, didn't they? Oh, they did. They lost to Melbourne. Yeah. How stupid was that? What? Bri- tell you what. Melbourne's in lockdown. Brisbane's meant to come to Melbourne for the yeah. first versus second. Let's... Should, so they're playing Sydney. Where should we play it, Rob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the heartland GWS. of AFL, the GWS ground. <laughs> I guess in it's Sydney. just a way to that they don't have home advantage, basically. But just change the draw it's on later the TV. in the it season. It didn't matter. I could still put a multi on. That's where the money well, is. It is, but yeah. they could have played it in Brisbane or, yeah. or the Gold Coast. Yeah, it's it home just, advantage. They're trying to take away their advantage. They wanted to it win. It looked ridiculous on the TV to see a thousand people yeah. in one stand. A thousand Melbourne supporters, possibly. It pretty it, much. I was. tell you what, there was yeah. no great. The Western Sydney Giants or the Great White nah. Sharks fans there Great White Sharks. watching nah. an, a neutral nah. game. Nah. That was a strange yeah. decision. Didn't appreciate that. Well, I, I, why do these people not consult you on these things? If you like, why, 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 is you right. not, why are you not out there? Me and Gil are yeah. like this. After the Australian... He just did a fingers crossed thing to go like this. The Australian sandpaper yeah. affair where me and Gil were watching the TV oh, waiting, that's right. I waiting for a plane to go to Perth. Yeah. We had a chat and I thought he was someone else. Yeah. And he was the boss of the AFL. Oh, you thought he was his brother his Nick. His brother, yeah, Hamish. They, they do look similar. Well, yes. Hamish, that's his name. Hamish McLaughlin. Not Nick. So me and, me and Gil, we're like Who's this. Nick McLaughlin? I think he's a... a oh, I went to primary school with Nick did McLaughlin. Did you? I think yeah, he's yeah. a runner. 
Okay. Anyway, so me and Gil, he should be ringing me and saying, Beefy, yeah. what do you reckon on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does because he give me a number? Rom, Rob, uh, Rob, yeah. Rob, yeah. Rob, CD, CD Rob. I'm a man Rob. of the people. Yeah. I talk common sense. That is my mm. native language, Rob. I talk common sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All he has to do is... You start come... to sound like Charlie Andrews. <laughs> Now, people live their lives by bumper stickers or T-shirt slogans. <laughs> that is the foundation of my DNA. No, no, t- that's... No, well, common like sense to- is the foundation of your yeah, DNA. Yeah, that's... A, I'm going to yeah. get my own T-shirt. Common sense is the foundation of my DNA. That doesn't sound very impressive, actually. Um, if it's uh, common sense, it's common, which doesn't make you spent special in any hey, way, shape, Rob, or form. Rob, you know as well as yeah? me at the moment, common sense is the furthest thing from people's minds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should realise this by now. Oh, I'm, I'm there. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah? You have, you, I've, you've ruined my train of thought. What were we talking about? Oh, he's talking about the... Fo- uh, uh, yeah, so game. anyway, yeah. Gil should be ringing me and saying, Beefy, yeah. what do you reckon on this? Well, I'll tell you one thing which made me think of, oh, the beef man will be yeah. furious about this. Oh, furious. The overrate. Oh. Uh, the overrate in the England-New Zealand test oh, match. Oh, my word. <laughs> Not one day do they bowl 90 overs. Not a one. They were all fuming in the com box. Oh, yes. Like they, said, they said by the, end, by the oh. end of the fourth day, which is only the third day because that yeah, day rained yeah, off, yeah. they said they were 21 overs behind. This is collectively. what gets me. This is what gets me about... And there's something going, and no one does anything. No. Yeah. My theory, and I've said this before, if you'd threatened Kane Williamson and Joe Root, on the second day, yep. Chris Broad, who was the um, referee, says, yep. right, lads, if you don't get the overrate up, yep. you're banned for the next match. What are they going to do? They go, oh, yeah. really? <laughs> Oh, we better do something about this. Yeah. Ah, it, I hate it. If you're a neutral and you don't like test cricket, long yep. days, yep. you're never going to like test cricket the nah. way it is. New Zealand on the last day, I know England weren't going for it, 12 overs an hour they were got down to. New Zealand were? 12 overs. Oh, oh sorry, when we were batting? No, no, when, when you we, were bowling. We were still bowling. And then Kane brought himself on, he brought de Grandhomme on, but they okay. were down to 12 overs an hour, and there wasn't anything happening. So it's five minutes and over. What's standard? What's what? They should get to 15. 15, yeah, yeah, right. So England on the first day, with the extra half an hour, only bowled 85 overs. With the extra half an hour. Yeah, that's right. So you should get seven to eight extra overs in. You should get 90 in by the end of play. And then also they were supposed to play start earlier and all this stuff, and they they didn't do it. That's gone out the window, that start early. And this is another point. Why can't you start 15 minutes early? Mm. What's that going to change? It's not going to change anything at all. Start 15 minutes early, reduce lunch to half an hour. Mm. Who needs four? 40 minutes for lunch. So were you relaying these stats to the... To the- <laughs> That, that wasn't my job. I've got to say... Beefy's got I've, a job as a stats man for cricket people. I've got to ask you, Rob, have yeah. you ever seen every single ball Well, this, I, I, of course, I, rea- I didn't realise just till now it bopped in my head. Oh, of course Beefy saw all this. He saw every single ball that was bowled. Every <laughs> single ball. It's a long haul, is it? Mate. You enjoy lunch breaks. Yeah. You are crying out for drinks, I tell you. <laughs> You're just looking at the clock going... Surely you can jump up and grab a drink of water or something. You can't Mate. miss a ball. You cannot miss a ball. But you you, you got to be nimble. You can be nimble. You can flick the kettle on, yeah. you know, and then come back. Yeah, you are crying out for it. It is tough going. So any bathroom break is pressure's on. You've got to hold it in. You've got to hold it in. <laughs> you can't miss a ball, Rob. 
about? Uh, can you rewind it? Do you know what? Well, not when it's live stats. <laughs> what got me as well is when it was the ra- they had a bit of a rain delay. Yeah. When the Kiwis declared. Yeah. Just oh, be- yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. during the lunch, at lunch. Yeah. They kind of scooted them back early, and I was oh, looking yeah. at the clock and thought they're ten minutes early. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like action stations to get oh, to the computer, no. log on, and New Zealand declare. And, oh yeah. So, oh pressure. But I did. I watched every single ball. I think that's probably the first time I've ever yeah. sat through an entire test match from ball one to the final yeah. ball. I had a great... I, I watched the first two sessions, go to sleep, wake up and just press play from where I stopped. Ah, nice. And um, I can work and it's just... No, I'm working though. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's just on. <laughs> what got me, apart from the slow overrate, I don't understand England not going for it to win. Uh, on the last day? Yeah. Because oh, I... I think I had a once I saw them batting. I thought I understood maybe taking perhaps the first 15, 15 yeah. overs or something to sort of try and not lose a wicket, get yeah. some runs on the board, and get your eye in. But then, yeah, then I thought maybe they'll ramp it up, then, but they obviously no. didn't. I, I didn't watch. That. I, saw, I, mean, what, I saw the result. The other thing you got to remember, Sibley, if he gets out early, he is probably dropped. Yeah. Maybe the end of his career. Yeah, yeah. You've got Zach Crawley probably in the same boat. Yeah, you know, you got one eye on you know trying for a Test win or one eye on saving your career yeah so it's difficult it should always be team first it, it, always. You know, it, it took a day and a half before i realized that they didn't have ben stokes and yeah. what a gaping hole it is in the team without him. <laughs> By God, he yeah, is a yeah, yeah. machine. And uh, and not to mention Josh Butler, who's obviously well. But handy. the lad that come in, Ollie Romson, isn't he a find? Well, for five minutes. Now he's suspended for... Oh, That's a whole look, discussion. Isn't it? It's a whole discussion. Now, look, look. I read the things he wrote. So they weren't... They weren't great. No, um, they weren't. They, they, I've, I have read far worse yeah, across and heard fact, far worse. We've probably said worse fact, on this cool. show. Well, I don't know at, about that. At times. <laughs> well, well, we're here, you know. <laughs> we're speaking, human, speaking of suspensions. Human. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so, so the article that I read post that yeah. incident, the sentence that screamed out loud and bold to me was where they said, this is a team and an organisation that is about inclusivity and diversity yeah. and we will make that paramount or so, a lot, yeah. words in that effect above anything else. And anyone who is in contradiction with this idea will not be tolerated yeah. at all. What What about, uh, are you an organisation of, of forgiveness? Mm. Who has gone on the hunt to find this yeah, from eight years ago? Yeah. And this is how, what's his name, got kicked off the Oscars. Oh, the right. same thing, uh, the yeah. comedian, you know, the... The massive American short black guy Kevin Hart Kevin Hart he, he was like it was his dream of his whole life yeah. I think I've talked about this on the show before yeah, yeah. and he had some homophobic sort of jokes from again from eight years ago yeah. and he sort of went back and went over them and he sort of just you know yeah quick apology and they the apology was not heard and they just kept going at him he should be banned from this cancelled from this mm. and eventually he said okay yeah I'm not going to do it and he stood back it was just an opportunity for the cricket board to say okay that was not good but we ought to give someone a chance he's just played yeah. his first test yeah. match and, and I'm not condoning anything like oh, no, along the lines you know it was just I can also understand a mistake of an 18 year old young yeah. man or woman yeah. doing something like that and you, you got to be willing to, to move on from something like that I yeah. mean it's I mean, it's, it's not gaining momentum this sort of talk that no one is on board with that sort of that sort yeah. of thing a very a tiny tiny minority and the fact that somebody's out there finding yeah two tweets 
from nine years ago when a lad was 18 to bring this up into the open mm. and try to potentially ruin somebody's career. And what, what have they really achieved? That's exactly right. They have right. not actually achieved right, anything. Fair enough. Let's bring it to people's attention, but then say, right, we're going to educate this guy. He's made a mistake a long time ago. He's moved on. He publicly apologized, said, look, I shouldn't have done it. It's wrong. But it's just stupid. And now, today, yesterday, somebody's found another tweet. Now, I don't know what it includes from another England player from the same time frame. Mm -hmm. But they can't name him because he did it when he was under 16. Well, Well, the worst thing is, when's this going to stop? Yeah. And, you're and just going to have every sports it, person. It'll out stop there. when people stand up and say, "Well, we're actually not going to do that. We're, mm. This is we're going to do it the way like this. We're not going to bow down to your insane, totally intolerant ideology." Mm. And for the people who preach this diversity and acceptance and, and inclusivity, they are the most intolerant people you've ever come across. Yeah. And it's not really about equality or a better society. It is about a personal crusade of vengeance fueled by some horrendous bitterness that with rather than uh you know look at themselves and say i've got my own problems i've got to sort myself out they want to be bitter at the world and take yeah. down anything they can around them yeah uh it's and unbelievable I, really i mean it's nobody's saying nobody's agreeing with what he's tweeted or mm. put out there you know it, it was a long time ago and we've moved into an era of openness that is i think everyone likes but you can't keep digging back into people's history so far back and this person no doubt has changed has matured he's employed he's playing sport at a, a high level we we like to make jokes about how sports people shouldn't be role models but in certain instances they are but yeah. he's not standing by that said yeah yeah you know i think uh you know i am homophobic and i am racist <laughs> nobody's it's, ever gonna say no, that and no one it's not as i said before it's not gathering any momentum these sorts of ideas no. uh, you yeah. can't call people out for things that happened 10 years ago mm. really the world is a different place than it was 10 years ago it's as simple as that you know people used to think twitter was a load of fun <laughs> it's clearly not anymore mm. Anyway, the first session back, Rob. <laughs> we were talking well, about well, sport. Okay, well, look, I can get on the horse racing in a bit. Yeah, actually, it was so much sport. We're gonna, we've got a uh, guest coming on yep. as well. We're going to talk a bit of rugby. State rug- of origin. State of origin. Rugby league, mate. Okay. It's a bit of rugby league. Yeah. But there's loads of stuff. We've got, uh, what else we got? Rob's film reviews up back. Uh, film reviews back. Oh, um, good work. A great surprise in this film. It's just a film that I recall my oldest brother, Patrick, reciting the uh, title to me in a sort of a piss-take manner at times, laughing about how bad this film was. Mm. And I thought I'd revisit it. My word, it is terrible. Oh. It, it's, it's got to be, um, but terrible awesome. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did notice uh, as I was leaving the house, The Waterboy was on. Okay. It's one of your favourite films, isn't it? Oh, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's cracker, yeah. Everyone loves The Waterboy. <laughs> Not me, Rob. What? You, have you seen it? Yeah, it's just on just now. Well, uh, you're, you're not an anti-Adam Sandler, are you? No, I'm not anti. Yeah. I'm not anti anyone, really. Uh, aren't you? No. What about those wokers? <laughs> yeah, I'm anti them. <laughs> and, yeah, a few others, but never mind. I won't name them. Hey, did you hear about Kevin? No. He's in Australia too. Spreading himself a bit thin. Yeah. Everyone wants a slice of Kevin. Premium New Zealand beef. Jack Links. Beef up your snack life. This is Daniel Ricardo, and this is 365 Days of Sport. Vegan news drop. Yeah. How's this? Brand new. Children on a plant-based diet may have less body fat than meat-eating kids, but they're actually shorter and weaker. 
Yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that will make sense. Researchers from UCL Great Ormond Street Institute. <laughs> Shorter of, and weaker. That's what it says. Shorter and weaker. Great Ormond Weak. Street Institute of Child Health and the Children's Memorial Health Institute in Warsaw, mm. Poland, recently conducted a study that looked at the dangers of a vegan diet for infants. <laughs> Focused on 187 healthy children aged 5 to 10, 63 were vegetarians, 52 vegans, 72 omnivores. Data was compiled on growth, body composition. We're cut. all mostly omnivores. Come on. I think that just means you eat meat as well as vegetables. So you're not yeah. solely a carnivore. You just don't just eat meat. Uh, omnivore does... Homo sapiens are omnivores. Yes, they are, unless they're vegans, Rob. Yeah. By choice. Well, well, well then why did you have to... I see. Carry on. Carry so on. what they're Carry saying on. is they're not but, carnivores. But there's very few carnivores. <laughs> there would be a few. very, very few. There would be less, just... less carnivores than vegans. <laughs> By a long way. In fact, I'd love to know the number of carnivores that exist nowadays. There's going to be some. The old caveman the dogs. diet. No, even dogs eat yeah. pasta. No, that Jordan Peterson, he's he's a big advocate for the... Just um, meat only. He does meat only diet. Because well, his, his daughter had some freakish uh, thing wrong with her. Freakish disease. Love- and she couldn't figure it out. And she did she did his research and figured out she needed to eat a shed load of meat. And proceeded upon doing it. And all of a sudden, within weeks, the whole disease was gone. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's my dream diet, Rob. Yeah. Dream diet. Uh, Data compiled on growth, body composition, cardiovascular risk, and micronutrient status in vegetarian or vegan children. Those who followed a plant-based diet were on average three centimetres shorter than those who ate meat. Now, if you're age five to ten, you haven't really finished your growth spurt. So, uh, pinch of salt here. The study also found vegan children, although that could mean in ten years' time, they could be six centimetres shorter than anyone else. Yeah, that is weird. It's based on children. I mean, yeah, you don't, yeah. You don't know. Uh, the study also found vegan children had 4 to 6% less bone mineral content and were over three times more likely to be deficient in vitamin B12 mm. than omnivores, Rob. Yeah. At the same time, they also had 25% lower levels of low-density lipoproteins, mm. the unhealthy form of cholesterol, and lower levels of body fat. We found the vegans had higher intakes of nutrients and indicated an unprocessed type of plant-based diet, which in turn linked to lower body fat and better cardiovascular risk profile compared to the group of children who consumed meat their lower intakes of protein calcium and vitamins b12 and d may explain their less favorable bone mineral and serum vitamin concentrations okay so they need to eat meat rob simple yeah yep. study provides a substantial insight into the health oak outcomes in children following vegetarian and vegan diets children following vegetarian diets had a lower risk of nutritional deficiencies compared to omnivores is this not more like anti-vegan news then because normally you're pres- yeah. there's normally some sort of point of contention but this is simply just rubbishing vegan the news. The last line so. is, is if you don't eat meat, you will die. Simple as that. <laughs> That's actually what well, <laughs> it's true. Really? Gosh. No, I don't know. How about that? Well, Rob, we've been off and you've played a bit of golf. You probably yeah. watched a bit of sport. You watched a bit of cricket. Yeah, cricket. Yeah. Oh, God, it was Christmas Day before that test match started. I was excited, I tell you what. And I've got this great setup. I can sleep across the hall in, my, in the oh, spare bed. Really? And just put it on in the uh, nice. on the big screen. It's great. So Fantastic. we have got, coming up yeah. in the next couple of weeks, yeah. the Euro start this weekend. Mm-hmm. That's the European football Oh, by the way, I'm 15 days sober, by the way. What? 15 days. There was a moment of silence there. <laughs> Why? 
What's the reason? Because it's been... Uh, I need a break. Just okay. having a break. Right. Yeah. Be um, all over on Friday. Euro start this weekend, which is massive. Well, obviously, Wales are in it. Yeah. England versus New Zealand starts on Thursday, the second test. Then you've got the big one. Yeah. India in the World Test yep. Championship yep. final. Yep. Uh, the French Open tennis. I don't know if you've seen any of that. Uh, I haven't watched any of the tennis. No. no. You're probably better I've off I've seen a bit it. of come some press conferences. Well, what do you think about this Osaka, uh, Osaka saying, I'm not talking to the media? Chuck to chuck to do. Well, she won't get in trouble. But she has yeah. for not talking. You I, can talk and get in trouble or not talk and get in trouble. What are you going to do? <laughs> well, But I did agree with what Nadal said. What did he say? He said, look, I understand her point of view and understand why she's doing what she's doing, but you don't really get into this unless you know you're going to have to deal with that. And if you're going to, especially if you become, well, a, media, cha- if you become a champion, yeah. you expect to be talking to the media, media more. Media pays and, your um, wages. And that's ultimately what he said to say, yeah. you know, that media ultimately promote this game without the promotion from the media we don't get really much of anything. They, their broadcast so, fees yeah. pay their humongous prize yes. money. So basically, uh, Rafa was the uh, sense. Well, then sense amidst all I, of it. I thought what was brilliant. I, th- I think the reporters would just love him even more for saying yeah. that. Yeah. What was brilliant was Osaka pulled out because she didn't want to do press conferences, and then the very next day, a Russian player went to a press conference and hurt herself and had to pull out of the French Open because she was doing a press conference. Hurt herself at the press at conference. The press Conference. She injured herself in a press conference. <laughs> yeah, the day after Osaka. Phys- physically injured. She had to pull out of the tournament. She'd won. How can you injure yourself in a press conference? Um, I fell over a desk. I don't know. I haven't seen it. But I, I did put my back out for a week sitting on the toilet. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that was a big one, Rob. It was, it was. It's a big one. Well, I don't know if it was that or if it was the way that I reached my phone uh, out of the bed in the morning take your on phone a weird to the angle. Toilet? Hey, do I take it to the? Yeah, of course. That's that's my guilty pleasure. Reading the um, form guide on the. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can reach your bed from your toilet? No, you idiot. This preceded going to the toilet. Come on. But I tell you, reading the form guide on the toilet, it oh. drags on for half an hour. Yeah. yeah. You need more starch in your diet, Rob. No, um, but I get the sidetracked because they're trying to find the multi. Anyway. I'm, I'm doing so badly. Oh, it, but but they're all saying Eagle Farm. No one can pick the track at the moment. Oh, okay. Yes, but the Strabokes on this Saturday. Oh, good luck with that. Yeah. Wimbledon. Oh, you Wimbledon's you not too care. far away. You can see his face. He, he just gets, it's painful Rob, for him. Wimbledon's on. A couple of weeks' time. <laughs> did you know the US Open golf starts in like two weeks' time? Yeah, I didn't know that. Talk- hey, how are you loving the Bryson DeChambeau-Brooks Kepka standoff thing? I don't know. Oh, it's hilarious. Is it? Yeah, I'll, I'll show you some. Good. I'll show you in the break. Excellent. Yeah. Tour de France starts. Can't wait for the Tour de France, Rob. Oh. I did watch nearly every day of the Tour of Italy. How sad's that? It's really yeah, sad, it's by really the way. It's really sad, yeah. Sad. It would be and a sad face emoji. Uh, Geraint Thomas, he's Welsh and he's won the Tour de France in the past. Mind yeah. you, an Australian won. You know who else has? Cadell. Evans. Uh, has he? Yeah. You've learned something, Rob. Yeah. Well done. And uh, that Welsh bloke. Geraint Thomas. Yeah. Anyway, an Aussie just won one of the big races this week. So he's yeah. now, according to the Aussie media, he's the favourite for the Tour de France, apparently. Okay. okay. British Lions, mate. British Lions starts very, very soon. Oh. In South Africa. South Africa. Um, it's all happening. The Olympics. Don't forget the Olympics, Rob. See, That's next month. This is why, if you're going to have a lockdown, this is the time of year for Yeah. It. Like, who cares? Keep getting sick, people. <laughs> Keep getting COVID. And we can watch sport. Yeah. Rob. Tell you what starts tomorrow, though. The modern pentathlon world championships starts tomorrow in Egypt. That I would not have oh, known. You wouldn't have... And then Thursday is the next test match starts. That's what I said. I, there was I know, I know, list. but still, that's all that matters, but Beefy. tell you what else starts tomorrow, right? Wednesday. Wednesday. It should have been... No, Wednesday starts tomorrow. <laughs> 
Thanks, Rob. Wednesday does start. In fact, Wednesday starts in about one hour, 17 minutes. Yeah. What we're going to do, we're going to talk to Damien Torrey yep. up there in Queensland because it is state of origin tomorrow. Damien has agreed to become our new rugby league correspondent. Rugby league. Up north there, rugby league. Yeah. So, up there in Townsville, they've stolen. I had tickets for the state. Townsville. It's up in Townsville. i got to get to Townsville soon. Have you? Yeah. You've got to? Expensive flights, man. Well, fly to Early Beach and drive, Rob. That's the bonus. Oh, uh, yeah. Proserpine. So, Damien's coming aboard. He's going to give us the lowdown about rugby league. Mm, right. Because, obviously, Queensland versus New South Wales should have been in Melbourne. It's now in Townsville. They've built a tented village, Rob. Mm. for all the fans because what they're saying is don't spend money at hotels come and stay in a tented village spend your money on piss wow get drunk is that, they use that, exactly that term I think they do in towns yeah, well, yeah okay. pretty sure I reckon they would too actually yeah they will yeah, yeah, yeah. so drink your forex come and get maggoted come and get munted in yeah. Townsville before going to the rugby league <laughs> and they take on a northern England style they do because it's rugby league Rob <laughs> they only play it up north Jesus up there in Wigan With where the they pork have pies no not pork pies in Wigan what? just pies in general any pie divorce party pies divorce Rob. party pies so Damien, thanks for joining us on 365 Days of Sport. How are you, buddy? No worries. No worries, lad. You've been at the basketball, I hear. Yeah, I was at the uh, Bullets playing the South East Melbourne Phoenix Ooh, tonight. The Phoenix. Yeah. What was the scores there? Uh, the Bullets won 94-84, but now now do not play the finals. So oh. the finals have now been decided. It's going to be uh, starting next week. Perth Wildcats will be taking on Illawarra, and Melbourne United will be taking on South East Melbourne Phoenix for the second finals games, and the winner of both of those will go through the, the grand final. Oh, the proper semi-final. All the Melbourne games will be played in Sydney. Oh, just like Melbourne versus Brisbane. Pretty much. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's uh, NBL news, Rob. We haven't covered too yeah. much of the NBL. No, with no Gavin around. No. Is there any future NBA stars in the NBL this season? I haven't seen one minute of it. Uh, there was a Brisbane Bullets player that went to the uh, NBA, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head because we don't like him anymore. Oh. Because he came back and ended up playing for the Perth Wildcats oh, okay. for the rest of the season. So. We don't talk about him at, at the Brisbane Bullets. Right. And uh, Leroy Loggins, he's still going around. He must be 60. Yeah, actually, he still turns up to the games. <laughs> he probably could do a better job than half the players in the, in the, in the squad. So. Yeah. Leroy, <laughs> so, what a man. If uh, Leroy only... Loggins. Leroy Loggins. He played in the NBL for like 30 years. Did you used to call him Kenny? Kenny Loggins. Yeah. Um, the heat is on. Yeah. It's on the street. Mm. Um, but Leroy, if anyone asked you to name a, an Australian basketball player, mm. it was only ever Shane Heal or Leroy Loggins. Okay. The hammer. Or Andrew Gaze. Oh, no. Well, not really, Gazy. No. Not really. He introduces our show sometimes. He does, so Gazy. We've, uh, we won't bag him. him. Anyway, so are you looking forward to Rugby League tomorrow up there in Townsville, State of Origin, Game 1? I am very much looking forward to it. If, if it wasn't for me buying a house this year, I probably would have put the deposit just to go up to the game in Townsville because I haven't missed a game, I have to say, in Brisbane now for 22 years. Whoa. I've got tickets to Game 2. So I'm, I'm a Rugby League tragic. And you're talking about how much Forex they've got up. They've actually bottled in five. 500 litres of Bundaberg rum ah, for the game. Right. The game. So, so, if you had to put that deposit on one of the teams, which one would it be? 
Oh mate, it always is Queensland, without a doubt. Without Even though a doubt. the wife, the wife is a blue supporter, so there's a bit of rivalry in this house. Okay, right, uh, yeah. The form but, guide would suggest that the Blues should win, though, because it's gone in twos, hasn't it, over the last what eight series? Yes, it has. But the form guide gets thrown out the window because every year New South Wales starts favourites, mm. and every year someone says something stupid in the media, like <laughs> okay. the worst side in forty years, and it just just gives us ammunition to go. We're not going to let that New South Wales mob prove us wrong, and we uh, lift a level like we've got a 14th player on the field all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't think the safest bet might be like to put some money on, if it's on offer it at one of the agencies, for some player to go on some late night escapade bender <laughs> and for, probably get some complaint from uh, someone uh, he may have... They might um, find a tweet from 2012. <laughs> something like that. That's a solid bet. <laughs> Look, anything's possible in Townsville the night before. Oh, yeah. If I was the uh, New South Wales team, I'd put the phones off the hook mm-hmm. so they don't get any late night shenanigans from locals calling them, especially how radio you, stations. How do you do that in modern day times? There has to be phone conversations or something. How would just you... turn your phone off, Rob, for yeah, but, like but, 48 but hours. It's, it's up to that person. It, well, yeah. it is. And the rugby league boys, as you know, they're mad tweeters. Right. Mad tweeters. Was that was that a pun joke? I don't know. I don't no know. idea. Um, so, who are we looking out for? Because, obviously, there's been a few injuries in the last couple of weeks to key players on both teams, actually. There has been. There has been. Look, for New South Wales, we'll start with the losers first. You've got to look out for uh, the, the halfback and the 5'8", because they played both for Penrith. Nathan Cleary and Luai, at a club level, that always comes in handy at, at state level. And also, you don't forget Tedesco, the fullback, and Travoyevich in the centres. Mm. They four centres in their side and only one's playing fullback. Uh, in Queensland, Cameron Munster and, and DCE proved last year that they're a handful. Uh, we are missing Kalen Ponga, but I actually think that's actually going to help the team. I would have rather Brimson to come in and play fullback and left Valentine Holmes on the wing because he's actually been very good at scoring tries for Queensland when playing on the wing. He is a dominant player. He was a player that went over to the NFL for the New York for the uh, Jets. Jets. Yep. Um, it's taken him pretty much the whole of last year to be right, but this year he's come out firing. He's, he's ready for a big game. So... After he tried out for the Jets, it's only a matter of time before he gets called up on uh, sexual assault charges mm. and goes to jail soon. <laughs> no, he's he's a he's a smart one. He's a married okay. man, right? He got, right. He got, and he got out of Cronulla at the right time. <laughs> okay. Yes, is that Nathan Cleary is that Ivan Cleary's son? Yeah, it is. It is. Jeez, I'm yes. old. Yeah. Unbelievable. Does actually, John Hopewadi have a son? He's got many. He does, okay, he has two. He does have two sons <laughs> that he knows of. Place. But it's, it's quite funny because I'm starting to feel old because you look at the likes of Preston Campbell and his son made a debut last week. And I'm like, I remember watching him in 2004. You know, sooner, I, I wonder how many people older than me now go, that was the grandson of someone I used to watch playing. So Yeah, yeah. got to be up there, yeah. isn't it? I think I saw my first day of Origin live, 1995. So in the, the days of the Axe, Trevor Gilmeister, um, Spud Carroll, Paul Harrigan, getting it on. Oh, it was fantastic back in those days. And that was in the days at Suncorp Center or Lang Park, as it was, where they used to serve you cans and the outer, as they used to call it back then, it was mayhem. So if a New South Welshman may have scored a try down in the, uh, the northern end, there were cans flying from distance full into the New South Wales right. It was mayhem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The outer was crazy. Crazy back then. There is still one ground in Australia for rugby that they still sell cans. Ooh. 
and that's mm. Leichhardt Oval. Oh, okay. Balmain Tigers. I don't anymore. I've actually lucky enough to have been there on mm-hmm. a Saturday night, and yeah. let me just say, they get wild. I wore a Queensland State of Origin shirt, which <laughs> was middle of the series, and I was brave, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, okay. David, are you a Brisbane, uh, Brisbane Broncos supporter? I am very much a Brisbane okay. Broncos supporter. Right, no, I was just going to say, Dave, I'm going to sing you, that, like, this is a song that I want to see if you can tell me who sung this particular song right. from Brisbane Broncos football legend history. Okay, it goes like this. St. George can't play, St. George can't play, St. George can't play, St. George can't play. Is there any other lyrics? <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. Do you remember this one, Damon? Do you remember who that might have been? Wasn't it the great Alfie Langer? It was Alfie Langer. <laughs> that was a, a great moment in Australian sports history. After they won, they obviously beat St George in the grand final. <laughs> and he's mullocked. He's off chops. It's about two in the morning and someone's filmed it. And he's munched glazed eyes going, I've got a song you all like you to join in. <laughs> St George can't play. <laughs> he goes like that. Awesome. <laughs> so 24 hours after they won their first grand final. Him, uh, Alfie, Kevy, and Carrot Waddles all jumped in the booth and were singing the song, Hey, hey, we're the Broncos. <laughs> like, based off awesome. the monkeys. Too. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's very creative, lads, they were. Rugby league, mate. Well, that, that, that's got a bit more going to then St. George can't play. <laughs> that's just a statement. At least they'll <laughs> replace with something. Uh. But that was on the news. That's that's classic Australia. And nowadays, one tweet, it's all oh. over. <laughs> Sorry, Alfie Lang has been on the news for a lot of things, including getting his clothes off at the Normanby oh, and dancing okay. on the tables. Right. So... He, yeah. he likes to have a few beers, old Alfie, and have a bit of fun. <laughs> and he's not very big, so it doesn't take much. Mm. No, it doesn't. Did you did you hear about Magic Round up here, how many people had fun up here? Well, Magic Round, obviously, is the round where they play every single game at the same stadium over three days. So uh, did yes. how many games did you go to out of, how many, eight games, I guess there is, 16 teams in there? Yes, I went to all, all three days. I spent five of the eight games in corporate talking mail, in and emailing, doing doing the old 365 days of sport trick. Nice. You know, emailing, I emailed Bundy Rum, so I've already got tickets. Can you get me into your box? And they said, we've got two tickets. Oh, yeah. And the, that was on Saturday afternoon. And then Sunday, uh, Saturday night, I went up to the Chemist Warehouse box and said, yeah. hello again. Do you remember me from last time? They said, we do. Come back for the last game. We'll get you in. So they did. And yeah. as I'm leaving, I said, oh, thanks again, guys. The wife's going to be so jealous tomorrow when she comes to the football. And they said, if you bring your wife in tomorrow with you, you've got all day passes into the Chemist Warehouse box. So we did. And then she got to do the coin toss for the last game oh. because she was a pen and Excellent. Don't ask, don't get. You gotta, you gotta. Magic rules, yeah, Rob. Yeah. The magic rules. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. So, oh, so that's that's a great result. It just does. It doesn't always happen, but you know, like you said, what's the worst I can say? Bugger off and no is my mm. motto. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's definitely so. nothing wrong with that thing. Now, Damon, what else is on your your sporting radar for the next couple of weeks? We just run through just an absurd list of sports that are coming up over the next couple of weeks. So, what's taking your fancy? I'm a Broncos member, so there's there's definitely the Broncos coming up. There's also rugby union coming up against France. I forgot that the off the list, Rob. I forgot mm-hmm. it off the list. That's unbelievable. I'm, I'm going to that as well. The uh, France game down here. That's if it's on down there. True. Oh, yeah. Very true. So, and then we've got the ashes towards the end of the year. But I'm guessing if, if there's two flies going up a wall, you'll find me at that. Well, Brisbane, the Story Bridge cockroach races, are they still going? They do do that on Australia Day. Australia Day, yes. yeah. Have you, have you been before? Yes, a number of times, unfortunately. <laughs> it's not the greatest <laughs> day for... Because uh, I used to work because I used to raise money for the uh, Marta kids 
Women's Hospital at the Cockroach yeah. races. So when you have to work, you're not allowed to drink, and lots of people are drinking far too much, far too quickly on Australia Day. It's, uh, it's not the best place to be. It's not. I think I've been in the dunking machine every year I've been there. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it is good fun. Is that so, full no, of Bundaberg no, rum as well, the dunking machine? Well, what's that about? That, that was VB. Oh, oh right. There was promo girls there, and they said, do you want to go to the dunking machine? And I just went, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why not? I just, you just nod your head and say yes. Yeah. So uh, there's so, rumours as well today that if lockdown continues, Brisbane may get the AFL grand final again. Mm-hmm. I can't see lockdown going that far, but you never know. They're putting the hand up. Oh, to be honest, I think it will go to Perth because it's a bigger stadium. They, they had to give it to Brisbane last year. You'd have to go to Perth for the 60,000-seat stadium. Mm-hmm. And saying that, does Perth even have 60,000 people that live there for that size stadium? I, I wonder. We talked about this earlier. I actually went to the very first Aussie Rules game in Optus Stadium. I think it's over there. Yes, um, yes it is. Uh, it was a sellout. It regularly sells out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, we're, they're mental over there. There's they're, nothing else yeah, to yeah. do in Perth, let's yeah. be honest, apart yeah. from Aussie Rules, and uh, that's it, mm. really. There's, no, there's not much else. <laughs> Bit of surfing True. at uh, Rottnest Island, apparently. It's going to be interesting because I think the Ashes, you just mentioned the Ashes, uh, the fifth test is at the Optus Oval. Mm. Mind you, Australia will probably be 4-0 up by then. And no one's flying out from England. Hopefully in January they they should be able to. Let's 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 cross our fingers on that one. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they won't get sixty thousand for the test match. No. Well, in saying that, then with the Olympics See, coming to Brisbane no. potentially, twenty thirty two. Oh right, they're talking only a fifty thousand seat stadium for for the Gabba. I would have thought minimum sixty thousand. Yeah, the way the Gabba is at the moment, be a difficult ground to redevelop though, wouldn't it? They'd have to knock a knock, lot of stuff down. They're not they're knocking it down between the two ashes, so there's no wow. Uh, That's so twenty twenty. Five and 2029 yeah. wow. between the two ashes that's going to take four years to, that's, to redevelop that's ridiculous you should just redevelop QE2 or Mount Gravatt there and just build a bloody stadium I, I don't disagree with you yeah. and and it's ready to go they got a long time yet to uh, work that out and uh, obviously a lot of the stadiums that they use for Commonwealth Games in 2018 will probably get reused which can only mm. be a good thing in today's wasteful days Sport is not wasteful. Sport <laughs> is very life. true. Man after my own heart. Well, Damon, you're now on board, and we're going to get you to report back on Rugby League during the State of Origin over the next, uh, well, four weeks from tomorrow. So, uh, can, I, can I give you my best Queenslander then, since you're giving your best oh, Rugby League? Oh, yes. We love a good uh, Queenslander. Oh. Queenslander! Oh, very good. Very good. Well, enjoy uh, copious amounts of Forex slash Bundaberg rum. Yes, I will. And don't forget the beef jerky. <laughs> could never forget the beef jerky. Do you know why, Damien? Uh, Jack, too early. Jack Links. It's the food of astronauts, Damien! It's the food of astronauts. Get your Jack Links uh, beef jerky, people, especially for tomorrow night during State of Origin, because Rugby League loves a bit of beef jerky. A salted meat snack goes well with a... Definitely uh, goes well. Well, David, fresh ale. good luck tomorrow night. Hopefully Queensland will beat New South Wales, because obviously during State of Origin, all Victorians are Queenslanders. Exactly. Welcome aboard. Well, go Maroons. No, Maroons. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Bro, if we were on a desert island and there wasn't any grass... No grass? Would you eat me to survive? Oh, bro, who'd eat a cow? Premium New Zealand beef. Jack Leagues, beef up your snack life. Hi, it's Jeff Horn. You're listening to 365 Days of Sport. Oh, talking of epic battles! Sporting Gladiators is back, Rob. Ah, oh, that's great. 
clean slate now. Clean slate. Clean slate, starting afresh. So we've had a mid-season break. Yeah, although so. I think I've stitched you up first time out of the box because you've got a golf special. Golf <laughs> special. I think they're reasonable questions. Good. Yeah. As, as long as one of the answers is Ian Woosnam, I'm good. <laughs> okay, right. I am absolutely good. Go. You've got a total mixed bag on your front. Oh, Sporting Gladiators, people, if you didn't know, it's a quiz. It's a quiz between myself and Rob asking each other sport trivia questions. Yep. Best of five penalty shootout style. I'm going to start off with the first question. Oh, this is going to be hard. Topical. Who did Wales lose to in the semi-finals? Of the 2016 Euros. Now, 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 now. This is football, Rob. Yes. Football, not Eurovision. So in the finals. Semi-finals. Because you flew over for it, didn't you? I did. You flew over to watch them lose to... I just get confused with the World Cup. So the World Cup was France... Croatia. We, haven't, we haven't made the World Cup since 1950. Yeah, you know, but I'm just trying to remember so I'm trying to eliminate the team. So the, right. the World Cup was France and Croatia. I think it was, was it Germany, Portugal or something? Uh, I'm saying Portugal. I can't believe you've got it. I can't believe you've got there. I got it right. <laughs> yes! yes! Roberto. Roberto got a football question. <laughs> was Germany the other team in the final? I think it probably was. Yes! The mega memory. That's the only time in my life I've consistently watched football. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't you. believe it. I am absolutely... Oh, what a start for Roberto. I can't believe you got the World Cup semi-finalists as well. In, the World in Cup the finalists. Three. Well, I remember that because I was flying back from the States and we were at Auckland Airport waiting. Oh, okay. And <laughs> we're watching the game and there's 30 minutes or 20 minutes left and I'm watching with Danny who's a keen footballer. Yeah. Some knobhead woman... Totally unprompted, uninvited, for no reason. Yeah. We haven't talked to her at all, no eye contact. Walks over, leans in, just goes, France wins, oh. and walked off. And just like, that, that fa- that's, that's, a fa- that's a face-slapping offence. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What, what is wrong with you? Just How stupid do you have to... Is, this is a sick, a sick joke. Yeah. So that's yes. how I remember that one. Uh. Okay. <laughs> one. Yes. Nick Faldo. Oh, yeah. One... Two of his three British Opens on which Scottish golf links? True. Good guess. St Andrews? No. Newfield? Yep. Third time. (laughs) There's a few of them there. Where was the other one? Eh? Where was the other one? Lytham St Andrews? What was the other one you said? You said Nick Fowler won two of his... Probably St Andrews. I don't know. Oh, did he win all his British Opens in Scotland? He ran two of his three British Opens on which Scottish... Oh, I don't know. Don't Half know. a job, Brian, as they <laughs> call him. That wasn't Half the question. Half a job, Brian. That yeah. wasn't the question. No problem. All right. Google it. Oh, thanks, yeah. <laughs> what is the missing discipline from the sports listed here for the modern pentathlon? Because, as you know, Rob, you've just found out it's the World Modern Pentathlon Championship starts tomorrow in Egypt. So you've got cross-country, fencing, equestrian, pistol shooting... And what other discipline? You said cross country. Yep. Equestrian fencing and pistol shooting. Archery. No. Oh. Swimming is the swimming. Fifth. Yeah. No, I never would have gone for swimming. Right. I think that's the first one they do. So is that that is that at the Olympics? Spent that modern modern pentathlon. Yeah. The uh, the Aussie girl won, didn't she? Wow. Espinito. That's a real cross section. It is an amazing. That, that's an amazing event. Yeah. It's uh, to do with the uh, military. What, yeah. It'd be a phenomenal all rounder yeah. to do that. I never would have gone for swimming. No. Okay. Still one nil. 
where did Tiger Woods get the nickname Tiger from? What? Where, where did the nickname Tiger come from? Tiger Woods. No. Where did the nickname? Yeah. What's this, what's this, what's the essential anecdotal story behind he, behind his name? Um, he couldn't say the word uh, Trevino, and he used to call him Lee Tiger. Do you think this is an unfair question? Yeah. The most famous golfer of all time is, has a nickname. Because he had stripes on his head. <laughs> he used to love Frosties. <laughs> what, what is this? <laughs> this is a fair question. It's Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah. It's not like it's it's freaking Sergio Garcia or he, something. Else. He used to it's lo- not Fuzzy Zoella. <laughs> he used to love Rocky too, Rob. No. It was his dad's military buddy. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's sports trivia, is it? Oh, right. Unbelievable. Where did, Where did Tiger Woods' nickname come from? His dad's Like, mate. that's an unfair question. God. That's ridiculous. Right. One of the, the famous, most famous golfer in the history of golf. Jesus. Oh. Complain about that one. Here we go, then. Who is New Zealand's 100-meter record holder in the men's sprint category? Okay, I don't know, but as a guess, I'm saying Chris Donaldson. No. Uh, it's a good call, though. They talked about Chris Donaldson quite a lot during the test match, didn't they? I didn't know Did he's... They? Yeah. He's the New Zealand cricket team uh, sports uh, fitness coach. Did you know his father is Roger Donaldson? I didn't know this. Who's fil- a film director yeah. of major blockbuster films. The um, world's fastest Indian. Yeah. Uh, no, it's Augustine Nikitia. That must be very recent. 10-11. Oh, that guy. I think I vaguely remember him. Yeah. Anyway... It's not Roger Chris Donaldson. Still 1-0. Halfway through. The famous road hole at the St Andrews home of golf, the old course, is what number hole? 16. 17. Is it? Yeah. So close. (laughs) So quick. You know, um, a mate of mine is the uh, club pro at St Andrews. Really? I just watched a video. This Rick Shields guy who's uh, Mm. got a 1.6 million subscription golf coaching thing who actually fixed up my drive. Yeah, good on him. Uh, He played round there the other day. He shot 74 and he played with a club pro. Rodri Price, he's called. He's the general manager, I think. I'm aware he's a club pro or not. I'll have to have a look. I'd go and watch it again and see if it's him. Yeah, might be. Welsh lad, went to school. So I, if, if I, I can get, probably get, you can get me on there. I could do. I haven't spoken to him for a while. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. I'm going. Who is the current number one in the world rugby rankings? Is it a trick question, Rob? Oh. Will you back against your own team? Well, how did we do it even last year? Not that great. It's either us or the Saffirs, I'd say. But then we haven't. none of us have been playing and you lot have all been playing up there. But no one's really special. Uh, New Zealand. It is New South Africa. Save Africa, Springboks. And they haven't uh, played for a long time. Why is... did you say New South Africa? I was that just was annoying. Young. I knew it was one of the two. Yeah. Well, I'm still up 1-0. 1-0. Who was Nick Faldo's foursome and four-ball partner in the 1987 Ryder Cup at Murrayfield Village? Jose Maria Lathabal. Ian Woosdom. <laughs> yes. Yes. So long as one of the answers is Ian Woosdom. That's what he said. And I gave you one and you didn't pick it. I what, saw, yeah? I saw that. I said, oh, Ian Woosdom. I'm going to put that in. <laughs> so that was your one. Uh, I was thinking it was. It might have been weird. They did play a lot together as well. But they also he also played a lot with Jose Maria Lathabel. And Sevi, actually. Okay. Early. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. One nil, two to play. One nil. Come All on, right. Roberto. Here's a 365 days of sport oh, question for you. Oh, no. Which former England player was Ali Williams with when we met him at the darts? 
Oh, Will Greenwood. It was Yes, Will Roberto, Roberto, Roberto. <laughs> Uh, yes. Finally won one. It's over. I'm, I think you might not even get this one. Probably not. It's golf. On what show did Tiger Woods appear when he used the term Corblinasian to explain his ethnicity? What? <laughs> David Letterman. <laughs> I don't know. Because he's... He, people, people ask... Because people want him to say he's black. Right. But because he's Thai... So he's apparently Asian, he's, Caucasian, and black. Apparently, he said his dad's he's, he's called Asian. Apparently, his dad's friend is called Tiger. <laughs> apparently, oh, what show please. was it, Rob? Take one more guess. What show? What's big over there? What year are we talking? Like two thousand one. If it wasn't Letterman, it was Jimmy Kimmel. You're going wrong time of day. Oh, Phil Donahue, <laughs> Oprah, <laughs> Phil Donahue. <laughs> it was Oprah, <laughs> right? <laughs> Phil Donahue. <laughs> Why would you say Phil Donahue before Oprah Winfrey? When is know. Phil Donahue? Oh, classic. Phil Donahue, Rob. Phil Donahue. <laughs> well, I'm going to say you got zero there, and I don't think any of those were unfair questions. <laughs> None of them. What up? Same old, same old. You? Fifty Shades of Greys. Nice. <laughs> Hey, did you hear the news about Bridget? She's making her way around Australia. For reals? Yeah, she's everywhere. Barbecues, footy, even camping. Well, sounds like she's flat out. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to go to Australia. One day, bro. One day. Premium New Zealand beef. Jack Leagues. Beef up your snack life. Hey, this is Toddy Goldsmith, and you're listening to 365 Days of Sport. So he played the first song that came to his head It just so happened to be It was the worst song in the world It was the worst song in the world Listen to the song and it's clear of mine Because the words don't fit and the song is shit You're a talentless kid You suck! Yeah, Rob, you suck, man <laughs> Tell you what, next week's question about Danny Ricardo's cousin's dog is really looking good Are you- I cannot believe that you're throwing wobblies about those questions. Where did Tiger Woods' name uh, like? It's all right. Don't worry, Rob. It's amazing. It's all, right. it's all right, Rob. I think I've asked you a nickname about um, a random footballer that I never even heard of. Yeah. And you knew who it was. <laughs> okay. Don't even go there. You start, Mega superstar. St- There's it, a whole documentary on him oh, just come out. Why would I watch a documentary? On Tiger Woods. It's a documentary, Rob. I like sports. It's Oh, <laughs> you're unbelievable. Anyway, let's get back to real sport. The Euros start this weekend, right? The tradition has gone out the window with... By the way, off air, when Beefy referenced this, I thought he was talking about Eurovision. (laughs) (laughs) Rob thought we were going to get Miff Warhurst and Joel Creasy on to talk about Eurovision. Anyway, no, the Euros are on, and one of the questions in the quiz is about Wales, and they got the semi The one that I got right, remember? Yeah, they got the semi-finals in 2016, which was... Quite incredible, really. Mm-hmm. So the Euros kick off this year. It's a little bit different because 2016 was all in France. Now, what they've tried to do is a 50-year celebration of the Euros or something this year. So the games are kind of spread out everywhere. Mm-hmm. So they're in England, in Ireland, in uh, Wales. Got to go to Azerbaijan, right? So it's a bit mad. We almost got there, Azerbaijan. Yeah, were we meant to go to it Azerbaijan? Yeah, we're, we're going to watch the chess. Right, yeah. the, the home of chess. Oh, I watched that Queen's Gambit. Oh, did you? That's great. Is it? Yeah, even even just to watch for, for the chess. <laughs> okay. 
even to watch just for the chest. It's, that, that, it's awesome. Is it? Very exciting. I, did, I have seen the first episode. Okay. That's as far as I, I will get, I reckon. Okay, I'll It's not I'll really leave my it. cup of tea. Although, saying that, you talk about the chess and watching the Queen's Gambit for and the chess. And she's a massive boozer. She just oh, gets slouched. Full-blown alky. I did watch. Smashes it. I did watch yeah. the European Tram Drivers Championship. I did see you post that. Yeah. yeah. What a tournament that is, Rob. They're like basically bowling with trams. They were in one of the rounds, yes. Yeah. There was uh, a round where you had to get up to 61 kilometres an hour exactly and then hold it. There was a round where you had to stop on the mark, but it was like the third door back. And you had to get the door. There was an arrow on the floor of the tram. You had to match exactly with the arrow on the platform, Rob. And this is obviously all manual. No no automation. No automation, Rob. This is a skill of the tram driver. Okay. So this is the thing I couldn't understand, especially the bowling thing. I mean, oh, the surely... Bowling, the bowling was a bit mad. Surely the pins are just placed in the same spot. Because the trams can't sway. No. You can't sort of do a, a curve right... So right to get, left, uh, swing if you like get and bowl. Chance to watch the European Tram Drivers Championships. Yeah, take it in your stride, Rob. I reckon it doesn't have a lot of longevity about it. <laughs> no, I think it, I, it. I think it's a novelty affair, and it'll wear off very quickly. Well, the thing is, it's just like those hipsters who took over Northland Golf Course. Ooh. It's a novelty of walking around the course. Yeah. Oh yeah, this would be great if we had this and permanently. Then, yeah, yeah, then no. all of a sudden it's just another. Nobody park, uses isn't it. it. Nobody like uses Elston it. Wick here Bollocks. in Melbourne. But Melbourne, the Melbourne tram drivers, yep. they were going on strike because they can't enter the European Tram Drivers Championship. Clues in the title, people! Clues in the title! I know you're well, in Eurovision! Down here, they'd only be able to compete against Adelaide. No one else has got any trams. Uh, Gold Coast has got a tram now. One tram. It does too, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not two, Rob. That's, a, that's a very... I think they probably that's got... A uh, very San Francisco, token. they got some trams. The cable cars. Yeah, but they are trams, really. Nah, they're not. I've been on them. Because they're trams. Oh, they've got those. No, that was a train that went on under the no, ground. San Francisco. Yeah, they're, no, they're, they're different. Anyway, we've got stuff to do There's here, There's a special Rob. name for them. It's trolleys. Like, they're called trolleys. Cable car. They run the electricity comes through a cable. They're great fun right on those things. Anyway. You stand up on the side. It's the Euros, Rob. Uh, it's the Euros coming up this weekend. Don't worry about the European well, you, tram You drivers. stop talking about trams, not me. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. Euros. Wales are in it. So are England. So are Scotland. Really? Yeah. Oh, a whole lot. So, let's compare the unofficial Euro... There's some pretty bad European oh. Euros anthems out so, oh, so there. This, this is just for the whole tournament, a tournament song. This is the kind of unofficial supporters anthems. Okay. For, for um, each country. For the three... Respectively. For the three countries that matter, who have a tradition of doing songs. Yeah. I don't think the Frogs or the Spanish or the Italians, I don't think they do the songs like yeah. the Brits do. So, we're going to hear English. Well, we, would, we wouldn't get the jokes if they're in different language. That's pretty true. Yeah. Fromage restaurant. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> Tree, a, a cheese restaurant. Cheese restaurant. Yes. All right. This is, um, come on, England, we're going all the way. Oh, sounds rough. Yeah. I've, you've heard this before. No, this is a new one. Oh, not another one about going all the way. Do we it's put, put me through this? All right, go on. This is the year. Say goodbye to the hurt and the fear, you know. The boys in white will set the footballing world alight, yeah. So in this beautiful game, we 
stand with pride with three lines on our chest Southgate's boys can prove themselves to be the best Oh, it's been so long since England got to lift the cup 55 years the Lions have purred But now a roar can be heard Come on England, you're not alone We're all behind you, we're cheering from our homes We're going all the way We're going all the way I've always believed You get the gist of that, Rob? Yeah It's pretty pretty goddamn average Very bland, very... (laughs) Very um, uninspiring. Very, <laughs> very. It's very good. You know what the undercurrent of that is? What? We'll just do this as a token thing to support, but we know we're not going to win. Like it. That's Love what it, it says. The guy's called Adam Crockett. Apparently, he's a music teacher in London, uh, and he wants to do this at his assembly. Well done, Adam. That's totally uninspiring, and let's hope England it's, don't it's, win. It's a Sunday stroll. Is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Listen, Adam. Actually, listen, Adam. Listen to Rob. Rob's saying this. <laughs> If you're going to do a Euro anthem to spur the fans on, do something to spur the fans on! Don't do this rubbish! La 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 No! That's why you're not going to win! That's why you lose to Iceland! Mm, That's England. You're not going all the way, England. Bloody rubbish, that is. Sorry, Adam. Right! Token nah. Rubbish. English. That's not going to get people up and Right. Do you want to hear Scotland? Scotland, Bonnie, Let's Scotland. Scotland. Scotland, surely. This is the band it. called The La Fontaines. The La Fontaines, good name. Yes, sir, I can boogie by Baccarat, I think. Terrible. Think Look, the, the, you know what I think about, I mean, they start off with the right idea in that one with just something a bit more upbeat, but yeah. now I think about it. Go on. When, when can you last think that there was an actual rallying tune on anything that people have gone, this is great, and gotten behind it? <laughs> I know where you're going I, with it, Rob. I can't think of anything. No, I'm not going to Ellen Border. Liverpool. Oh, well, yeah, in that regard. Yeah, yeah. In terms of things, that's sort of a particular gimmick, not a tradition of the club. Yeah. The last thing I can think of is the Feed the World oh. Christmas time. That's one that actually worked. Yeah. And we are the world to some extent. We are the world. Even though it's a bit more cheesy. 
But yeah. when Bono sings it, well tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. You know, when but that line. If you had shades everyone, on, then you would look like Bono. <laughs> if I had what shades? If you had shades he didn't on, need a, he had a full mullet back yeah. to that point, blazing mullet. Yeah, like yours. Right? He, he was actually he was Ooh. like a, the prince of mullets. Oh no! Oh, no! no. no. Oh, no. The Lafontaines have got into some dodgy <laughs> hip hop rubbish. Is this a more Scottish oh. band? The band consists of Kerr O'Can, Jamie Keenan, and Darren McCaughey. They're from Motherwell, apparently. Okay. Not much as good has come out of Motherwell since ships. I probably write "We Are the Arctic" better than that. We are the Arctic. There's a niche uh, little reference for people that uh, don't listen to this show. Yeah, if you get to the Arctic Winter Games in Greenland, yeah. there's a band called We Might Be Giants or something. Um, or, or little called? Giants, standing on the shoulders of giants or something? Something like I that. I can't remember. And uh, they came up with a song called We Are the Arctic. We Are the Arctic. And it was uh, raging. Yeah. Anyway, what was your point on that after we got disturbed by hip-hop? Well, it's rubbish. And again, well, I, I do agree with you. There's not... Too much. Actually, in England, old Skinner and Badil, uh, three lines on a shirt. That is huge in England and still is. They've re-released it like five times. Mm. The English public do get behind three lines on a shirt. Jules Remay still gleaming. 30 years of hurt. It goes on and on and on. Now it's like 50 years of hurt. What's that melody again? Oh, that was the Sunline song. <coughs> the horse race. The horse. Three cogs played since then. It's the same <laughs> tune, Rob. I know, it's the they same tune. It. But it's, what's the tune originally? I can't pick Three it. Three lines on a shirt. <laughs> Jules, I just sang no, it to you. something else. <laughs> right. Do you want to hear Wales? Stop no, thinking. I'm Rob. trying to think. You're beefing. spoiling the show <laughs> by <laughs> thinking. I've got a new segment. It's called Listen to Rob Think. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, Beefy does silent reading while Rob thinks. <laughs> uh, right, this one's called Tales for Wales. Oh, right. It's going to be a classic, Rob. Jesus. The band are called the, Match- go. the Matchstick Heads. A hat-trick of disasters coming yeah, right up. I think so. I have to say this is better than the official one that we've got. Mike Peters from The Alarm has really mm. done a clanger. Anyway, Tales for Wales, Rob. Yep. We used to be crap <laughs> And that was that No World Cups or Euros Only Grand Slams <laughs> <laughs> And then one day Everything changed We got to the semi-finals Where England lost <laughs> To Iceland <laughs> <laughs> Tales for Wales Never fails Gareth Bale And the rest Tales for Wales Never fails Gareth says that We are the best We are the best <laughs> This is good <laughs> And now we're good We qualify like we should We can grind our one Spank the minnows <laughs> But in the blink of an eye 
Our Euro chances may die, but that's the way it goes. So wicked singing. Tales for whales, never fails. Gareth Bale and the rest. Tales for whales, never fails. Gareth says that we are the best, we are the best. John John. Never fails, never fails, Gareth Bale and the rest Tales for whales, never fails, Gareth says that we are the best Tales for whales, never fails, Gareth Bale and the rest Tales for whales, never fails, Gareth says that we are the best Well, who would have ever thought that the Welsh would come through and save the day? <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. That was great. Wales win again, Rob. Wales win it was again. Just, the attitude was right. The attitude was spot on. It was honest. It's yeah. it all like it is. That's what it's all about, Rob. Let's be honest. Let's be inspiring. Let's make it so simple that you can sing along. <laughs> And Tails fails, never fails. Gareth Bale and the rest. Because yeah. that's what it boils down to, people. Gareth Bale and the rest. <laughs> For those of you who don't know who Gareth Bale is, if you're in, probably New Zealander, um, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, got a few Kiwi listeners. He's a pretty fair striker. He did that um, overhead kick. Yeah, in the overhead Champions kick in the League Champions League final yeah, against that's Liverpool. Very memorable for Real Madrid. He also yeah. gets paid over half a million pounds a week. Yeah, not good. to play. <laughs> yeah. more cash. We we do rely on Gareth Bale. I think uh, he'd just give me five grand. Just yeah. write him a letter. Do you know he built this is no joke. Yeah. I mean when you're on half a million pounds a week. Yeah. So when he moved to Madrid, he got a his house, mm. he got lots of acreage. Mm. He built a replica of Augusta in his backyard. I think you told me this. Yeah, so he could play golf. He's a mad golfer. He loves golf. He built a rip, a, a life-size replica of Augusta. I believe in his, so, yeah. That costs a lot of money. And, and, forget, forget about the, and then there's the maintenance. It must be open to people to, no, to play it's his. on. It's his, Rob. But who's going to pay for that upkeep? What's the cost of that? He's on half a million pounds a week. <laughs> <laughs> a week, Rob. So how much he can it, afford it, right? How much does it cost to maintain a golf course for a year? You though? pay a gardener. Yeah, yeah, but you, he's not still, playing on it that often. But for the rest of your life, it's still going to cost two million dollars a year to for a gardener to, to, in to, Spain. It's not just a gardener for a whole golf course to be as good as Augusta. Right, two gardeners. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's what he did. Perhaps you need a whole grounds a team. A crew. You need a crew of probably at least six, I would say. All right, six. Yeah. So on fifty grand a year, that's three hundred. <laughs> they're, they're not 000. on fifty. That's three hundred thousand. The pay. head guy would that's be on a hundred. Less than a week's wages, Rob. <laughs> Let's put it in perspective. Less than a week's wages. So the building was the tough part. Once it was built, it was uh, uh, no the, the, the maintenance. Actually, easy. Yeah. Cost less than a week's because wages. Because no one plays it except him. Yeah. So, so there's not a lot. Of, what him a ridiculous Him and Ian Woosnam. Uh, imagine how detached from reality that would... Oh, that's just crazy. 
half. Because the thing is, if I could swap, I would, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, if I could swap, just for a year. If I could have my Gareth, own golf if course. If you're listening, just swap with Rob for a year. In fact, I'd like you to do the show with me. I wonder if he could. Instead then... of Rob. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, in his... I actually reckon he wouldn't be as good as me at this show. I... Oh. <laughs> No, he probably was. Is he a storyteller, right? Uh, is he a story? He's probably got some stories. Yeah. Like when he birdied the fifth at Augusta slash Spain. <laughs> um, I, I think he's not story, bad. Actually, he's not bad. Um, no joke. He mm. went to Whitchurch School in Cardiff. Yeah. In the same kind of age bracket within two years, I'm, I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, Gareth Bale, who's one of the best footballers in the world. Sam Warburton, who was one of the best rugby players in the yeah. world. Captain of Wales, Captain yeah, of the British yeah, Lions. Yeah, yeah. And Geraint Thomas, who won, who the, won Tour the Tour de France. France. That's a fairly in the same, co- Yeah, that's amazing. That's a, like an amazing story yeah. about that school. You would think, given those sort of, you know, if you develop athletes of mm. that sort of capacity, yeah. that you would have been the All Blacks in the last 70 years. Uh, yeah. You'd think, wouldn't you? But No. October you 30, Rob. October 30. <laughs> Happy birthday, Time Rob. Time is counting. Happy 41, oh, Rob. How good would that be? <laughs> that would be the best birthday present I could ever ask for for you. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, talking about coming up for the rest of the week. What is on for the rest of the week? Obviously, State of Origin tomorrow. Is that, is be, that we're running out? We're, we're winding down. State of Origin. No, I don't care about State of Origin. Don't you? Nah. I haven't watched State of Origin in years. Um, really? I haven't watched the cricket. That's it. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Monday finish. That'd be good. Yeah. In all fairness, even without Ben Stokes, are you, you're not missing anyone really, are you? Uh, 20, oh, 20. Lovely actually, Trent. Lovely Trent Bob. Oh, he'll be back for the second yeah. test. Nah, no, I think he's not back until the no, Wendy's. No, no, no. He's declared himself over. Oh, is he? Yeah, oh, awesome. Yeah. Anyway, when New Zealand played Australia this earlier this year... In Australia. In New Zealand. One, in, in, the, in the T20s. No, it was a 2020. 20, 20. Yeah. I remember the Aussies went over. A certain Kiwi made his debut. A certain South Africa made his debut for New Zealand. And I said at oh, the Conway, time... Devin Conway. I said at the time... Yeah, yeah. ...that he would be straight into the test side. And you well, said... Whoa, 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 You said, no. No, he won't. Who's he going to dislodge? Debut test match... 200 but, on debut. But listen, no, at, that point, he, say, at that point, all he's I done is played a few one... D- he hadn't even say, played a whole series yet. Or one test match. I saw the talent drop. Yeah, but you also were far too dismissive of the whole rest of the test line. And I forgot about we did have one weakness in the team, and that's Tom Blundell as the opening bat. But So BJ Watling's going to retire soon. He is, yeah. So Tom Blundell will be the keeper. But and I then just he'll just go in the open. I was going well, to get the grab you only off the s- show. You, yeah, yeah, but you also said it in some regard out of ignorance of not really knowing no. how strong... I, I mean, no, you're talking no, no, about... No, you, you, you basically said he could replace anyone except Kane Williamson if you, or Ross Taylor. Well, I've just, and that's all I've you just said. proved it. He, he top-scored on debut. He got but, out in the second innings, but Emma. But you've totally what a, you've done is you've insulted Tom Latham, who's got eleven Test centuries. I don't care. Ro- I just, Henry Nichols, who's I number seven in the world, who, who was the main support from who made sixty did, he odd at least, very well actually. And BJ Watling, you know, he's 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 sort I of peaked. Just, I just wanted to bring that to your attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I did well done. See even just the twenty twenty that he had the talent to go on. Oh, did you just? And yeah. Well, I reckon you got lucky. The other, the other thing is. He also protected a great record of mine by getting run out for 200. What do you mean? Nearly the highest score on debut. 
for a Kiwi, which is held by... Uh, Oz. High score on test debut by a Kiwi is held by Rob... What's his name? Rutherford. Oh, no, I should have kept that for next week in the quiz. What's his name? Rutherford? No, Matt Sinclair, who... Did he make double 100, did he? 215 on debut, yeah. If you remember... I got, yeah, I know you got him. I out. got Matt Sinclair yeah, yeah. and Ross Taylor out in the same game. Yeah, like that's not relevant at all. What you did because if Conway gets two hundred sixteen, Sinclair's wiped from the record books. <laughs> and when people look at the list of Test debut runs and say, "Oh, so, Matt so Matt Sinclair's got the highest Test debut of all time." No, for a Kiwi, what's the highest of all time? That's for a great anyone? question. I don't know. Okay, but. Sinclair, I've got. Uh, how do I get him at court? I know what I wanted you to look up. European Championship final. Like, oh, let's see if I got Portugal, Portugal Germany. Germany. I'm pretty sure it was. Never Matt ever. Yeah, 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 Lost yeah. Whatever. Well, look, I'm not. I'm not displeased that Devin Conway got a double hundred because On debut. Uh, it was a fairly important knock. I would it suggest. was. He played really well. In fact, I'm going to be 100 percent honest because I saw every ball of the test. He got run out too. By an inch, by a, I was going to say an inch, by a millimeter. Yeah, chanceless, absolutely. Chanceless. Yeah, no, there's a couple of false uh, shots. Really. No, no, but I mean a couple of like um, mis- miscues, but really, really, not even miscues. It was um, really? it was pretty solid. No, it was. It yeah. was a really. And I got to say, when the, the ball, the second innings was singing all over the bloody yeah, it place was. after the rain. Yeah. So I the thought I thought changed. forty was a good opening stand. Yeah, they England bowl a lot better up top in the second innings than they did the first innings. Mm. I'm still waiting for the wrath of Kyle Jamison to come right. He's just still not quite finding his rhythm. He's he's yeah. not he, he didn't bowl that well in the first innings. He's still got, got still got three first. The thing is, Lord, as well, if you've never played there before, and that's mm. one of my biggest regrets in life, mm. not having played on Lords. Yeah. The slope is huge. Yeah. And if you've never bowled there before, it takes a lot to get used to. Mm-hmm. So it does affect your rhythm. And bowling is all about rhythm, it's about mm. balance. And if you're off balance at Lords, you're going to struggle, and yeah. you're not going to ramp up your speed. How good was Mark Wood though? The first his first spell. Yeah, he was good. Jeez, yeah. 93, 94, yeah, 95 mile an hour. Apparently, yeah. it's the fastest opening spell ever recorded. Yeah, ever, I think I ever heard that. recorded. Ever recorded at Lords, wasn't no, it? No, no, no. Ever recorded since they brought in Crickfizz to run all the stats. The fastest opening spell ever, which that's phenomenal. Perhaps it might have been the fastest opening spell in England. Yeah, possibly. it was up around 95 pretty much the whole time. Yeah, for the first five overs. That's tremendous. Yeah, it was anyway, we look forward to that. Mm. Uh, Rob, we've got to thank Jank Licks. Ba- Jack who? Sorry? Jank Licks. Jank Licks. <laughs> Jank, Jank Licks. Yeah. Got to thank Jack Links. That's, that could be a good name for yeah. a greyhound. Jack, oh, Jank Licks. Jank Licks. I like that. Yeah. We might be back on uh, on that later in the oh, really? in, in the year. Well, now COVID settled down. Well, no, it hasn't actually, has it? I lied. It hasn't settled down at all. No. In fact, scratch that. Right, Forget we got it. F- scratch from the record entirely. <laughs> Just scratch it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks yeah. to we Jack. can't say anything unofficial. <laughs> no, we've been saying only official things for two hundred shows, and all of a sudden, two hundred first ones. Beefy's trying to throw out some fake news. <laughs> Donald Trump. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as if I've ever said any fake news ever. <laughs> we got to thank Jack. Links beef jerky, the best beef jerky on the planet, Rob. Mm. And apologies, I didn't get to my film review, but we oh. just seemed to be too much to talk about. There was a little bit, wasn't it? And I've also just remembered one of my great stories. I can't, oh. I can't believe you I've need a forgotten pen. about it. I'll write it down. Good. Now. We're finally going to get story time with Rob next week. There'll be <laughs> stuff to do. Um, I think because of the Euros, and we just touched on the uh, worst songs. Um, I think we've got someone from the BBC coming to preview the Euros next oh, week. Ah, fantastic! How good's that? Yeah, we're, we're really stepping it up. Yeah. Proper really stuff. stepping it up. Uh, so apart from that, get your Jack links because you need it for State of Origin for a start. Mm. You really do. Mm. 
100% New Zealand grass-fed beef, Rob. It is. 100%. Yeah. Now, this is this is official. That yeah, is yeah. official. Yeah. Also, Jeff Bezos. He's the inventor of Amazon, if anyone doesn't Amazon, know. He has just signed up to go into space. Well, that's important. I hope he knows what his dietary requirements will be. His dietary requirements will be 100%. Jack Link's beef jerky. Why? Rob. It's the food of astronauts, Rob! It is the food of Jeff Bezos. In space. space. That's official, people. That is official. Jack Link's be all over that. Do you remember that uh, Muppets uh, segment? Bigs <laughs> in space! I do, very well. I've, I've got to revisit the Muppets. There'd be so much, I reckon, even in that show, so many gags that probably nowadays would be offensive. Do you think the, the Swedish woke- chef will be allowed oh, to be on air anymore? He's so- I love the Swedish chef. I reckon the Swedes would love the Swedish chef. I'm sure they would, but cancel culture. And if they had some New Zealander that was like a simpleton who couldn't talk properly, (laughs) I would love that. I was going, you're bang on. That's exactly what they're like. I'm thinking of the wrestling with people like the Bushwhackers and no good. Gone. Just gone, Rob. I don't know. You just can't have fun anymore. We've got to fight for it. Can't have fun anymore. We've got to fight for it. Anyway, this has been episode 201 of the greatest sports radio show on the planet. 365 days of sport. See you next week.